A new year is upon us, and with it are new challenges, new goals, and new endeavors. I'm Jason Klaus, and we invite you to join us as we debut a brand new show exclusively on Orion Neighborhood Television. Join my friend Quadell Edwards and myself once a month as we look at the silver lining of life and how we can achieve our goals that we set forth. So join us on the debut episode of the Klaus and Q Show, and you can see it live on Friday night, January the 21st, beginning at 6 p.m. over on ONTV's Facebook page. Just look for at Orion ONTV. It's the Klaus and Q Show on ONTV. The following is a Klaus to the Heart presentation as a part of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network and has been rated M for, for mature audiences only. Some material and dialogue may not be suitable for members of the family under 18 years of age. Two longtime friends with a seemingly ignorant amount of free time. And uh, we are recording. I'm just going to hit the record button now. Have decided to start their own podcast. I mean, I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah, it can only get better, right? <laughs> <coughs> Unique. This is their show. No format, no filter. My cup of tea, Mr. Burgett. You know what I mean? Well, I'm going to call bullshit right out of the gate because. Jackal Creation Podcast presents Jason Klaus and Jim Burgett. This is Tea Time. (laughs) (laughs) We welcome you to Tea Time here as a part of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network, powered by anchor.fm i'm jason klaus i'm being joined by jim Burgett and t um My goodness are we moving up to the big place <laughs> we finally got a piece of the pie <laughs> that was very festive uh listen this is kind of like you're we're kind of like the uh we're the, we're the trial run on some new equipment here um as far as the shows are concerned i still got to play around with with these with these levels because i don't know if you can hear it but there is such a tremendous echo going on with my voice and i don't know if it's coming through to you because i'm i mean this is a whole new this is a whole new setup man we got like an actual mixing board there's this you know there's a different microphone here there's different ear or you know headset or whatever so we're still kind of playing around. Where's the guinea pigs here? 
Yeah, it looks like uh, you're joining Elon Musk and going up to space. <laughs> or is that Bezos? I can't remember. Does it really matter? I don't think so. You're going out of space, buddy. Way to go. Yeah, go ahead and take Bill Shatner with you. I just seen something on, on the news about that this week. You know, they did this. They're doing this, like, year-in-review gimmick because we're coming into the new year here, 2022, if you can believe it. Do you believe it? This is where we're at. It's crazy. It is crazy. It is. Um, but back on track here. Um, like we've ever been on track. <laughs> um, I saw something on the news. They were doing this year in review gimmick, and this is what they were talking about. Was, you know, both of these guys having like a race to space, and I don't know which one it was, um, but somebody took, a Captain Kirk up up in space. So I mean the the irony is on so many you know levels with that particular trip. But be that as it may, man, they're talking about like this is going to become a thing uh, within the mid decade here. That people, if you've got the money, you you can take a forty five minute trip in into into space. This you is where I, we're at. I I hate to be devil's advocate, but with all this new testing and running up there at some point doesn't the balloon have to pop <laughs> and i hate that and that you know i mean god forbid i would never want to see like that happen but you know the balloon popped i know it's, goodness. i Did, know it's terrible you couldn't come but, up with something different well no not really but well, i mean probably but i didn't really put that much thought into it but i'm just saying that I would not, you know, God didn't give me wings. He gave me legs and they were made for standing on earth, not flat earth, but earth. Uh -huh. And um, because <laughs> I can't stand on anything flat without falling. So it doesn't know, matter, bro. It doesn't matter what you're standing on. I don't care how much money I had going to space or either anywhere near it is not my cup of tea. And I sure in the hell wouldn't spend my money on that. I'd go to every ballpark, maybe Pittsburgh twice before I ever went up to, before I ever went up there. I'd go to so many other places. So I, even as a kid, you never had any inkling whatsoever of going to space. You never wanted to be an astronaut or anything like that. Not at all. Really? No. Yeah. I, I never liked heights. Oh, true story. Hey, I'm with you, man. I don't like I don't like flying in an airplane, let alone getting you know going into camp outer space. I think not. I'd rather take my chances with a train. Have you ever been on, on a train trip? Yes, long, 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 long time ago. Like when you were a kid? Yeah, I won a trip to Toronto when I was in elementary school. You want to go to Chicago? Well, we'll hop. No, listen, man. Listen. Um, you, you, you can pick up the train in Port Huron. It will make a stop in in Lapeer, in Flint, and um, I, I can hop on there, and we can go to Chicago for the weekend. No shit. Through Amtrak. Yeah. Dude, it's fun. I yeah. actually enjoy, as a lot of people don't like trains, man, I really enjoyed it. 
and we've and I've done it a few times. Excuse me, I've I've done it a few times. I'd, and, I'd be very nice to just sit there, have a drink, and look at the countryside or the state side. It is cool, and you know, it, it makes a couple of stops. I think one's in Battle Creek, and I can't remember there's another stop before Chicago, but it goes right past the uh, the ballpark where the White Sox play, like right past it. Yeah, I don't blame them. I would want to go right past it too. But I'll tell you, man, you know, it's all kind of quiet and confined and stuff like that in, in the train, but you get out at uh, what would be like their Grand Central Station you know, when, when you're in the city of Chicago and the immediate um, noise that just blows your eardrums out at first is incredible. Like when you step out onto the sidewalk to get like a taxi, like you see them do in these big cities while well, you're, you're in one of the big cities. Now you, and it's just like, man, it's almost like a culture shock. Uh-huh. And you see that. And then, you know, we've gone over to Wrigley Field a couple of times, once for a tour, once for an actual game. And that side of Chicago is different than, you know, your downtown area. Because Wrigley... Kind of got to run for your life, huh? Not bad during the day. Yeah. You know, you can go to a day game. I mean... It's just, it looks like it could be a hell of a lot worse because I haven't had a bad experience there. There, there have been a couple of things where it's like, it's caught my eye. I'm like, uh, I don't really think I want to be in this area right this particular minute. But, uh, um, you know, once you get in the stadium, like I've not had an issue, you know, you know, even walking there, you know, because we had to walk a couple of blocks to get to, you have to take the red line. You know, it looks like their version of the Detroit pe- a people mover. Um, you know, the rail cars and things like that. So you had to hop on the red line to get back to the other side of Chicago, or at least the middle part of Chicago, because that's where the hotel was at that, was, that we were staying in at the time. Um, it's a cool trip, man. I dig it. I really dig it. And I would like to go check out the the uh, White Sox in, at home, you know, if, if the Tigers are playing there, because we went by the one of the times that we went there, uh, we you could look into the parking lot there and you're like, damn, there's a lot of Tiger fans. And then it's like, duh, the Detroit Tigers are in town. You know what I mean? Pretty cool. I, I'm not sure, but I think my nephew might have season tickets. He lives in the western side of indiana i should make him i should dial a dial a friend and make him put us up and take us and well you know um chicago is in the fine state of illinois (laughs) i understand that i get that i was just making reference to you know it don't hurt to know somebody i understand that I was just trying to be funny. I know. I'm sorry. I missed it. Well, yeah. Hey, you know, well, what you could do, you know, you live and learn, right? I suppose so. I suppose so. So, T, we're, um, 
<laughs> I don't really, uh, I don't know, man. Like I, we're, we're on the brink of a new year here and, um, going to be there's this what do you do with the new year you know what i do with the new year what you do with, with the new year it could be two totally different things right i feel like every everybody approaches january 1st and the first you know couple of weeks after that differently you know it's individualized it's like what is important to them what do they take away from this start of a new year you know and in a lot of ways people look at this as like their clean slate well they yeah. get a they get a chance to start over again in 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 some regards there's other ones that are going to use this as like day one of them actually attempting to fulfill a dream or work towards a dream or whatever the case may be could be something like getting healthier you know you have you know returned to the gym and have gotten back somewhat on a um, workout you know re regime re regiment I guess for the, that's a better way of saying it but T I gotta believe um, you know it's one thing to pump iron it's it's another one to drop it square on on your goddamn foot. You want you you care to tell that story? I well, I was at home and I, and was moving some shit around and my boots were wet. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll just change into my shoes. And I was stacking some steel and whatnot, and I got to the very last piece. And I went to put it on top of the other one, and it just rolled completely off. And on the foot it goes, on both of them, actually. And it was just, how can I say it, just north of the bendy part of all your toes. So I got <laughs> Well played. And uh... We got a studio audience here <laughs> I was so not expecting that. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. So then you know, I it fell and I like, oh fuck, oh fuck, I hope my toe's not broke. And I don't know if you guys ever stubbed your toe pretty bad, you walk it off like mm -hmm. you pace you and everything runs through your mind. Okay, is it overlapping another toe? Is it cockeyed the other way? Is it bent in half? Is it completely fucked? You know? And I'm <laughs> is, sure everybody's is it still probably, attached. Right, right. And you know, you're walking it off, you're, you're like, okay, as long as I don't stop, I'm good and be like, okay, I gotta take a look at this thing. Let's see how bad it is. So you gently take off your shoe and like, okay, there's no blood. That's good. That's a good sign. And then you just peel the sock away and just see the horror of what just took place. And it looked like I was Whitney Houston coming out of Bobby Brown's place. You know what I mean? It oh, was my goodness. <laughs> it was bruised, battered, and swollen, bro. Like, there was, I couldn't get ice on it quick enough. 
but then I, I could move it. I could move my one big toe and the other four. Like, you know what? Fuck, you ain't doing shit. <laughs> so the big toe's moving. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm cool. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. And then, you know, I quit walking for a little bit. And every, it just started stiffening up. I'm like, oh, shit, you know. But. <laughs> wow, went to the well on that one again. Okay, cool. And. So so anyhow, I got ice pack on it. I managed to get through the night. Today it wasn't as bad when I was at work, but managed to get through it. And I actually went to the gym tonight. Got 30 more minutes on the on the um on the treadmill and uh and it was feeling pretty good until I quit and then I think I overdid it a little bit, but so Motherfucker's got itchy trigger finger back there and shit. It's our producer. I our know. producer's having a good time with the new equipment. <laughs> My agent's going to have to talk to that producer. I feel like the producer is going to override the agent. Yeah, I know. I know. So anyways, they are happily all in line doing their job. They We're glad to a, hear that. They'd take a bow if they could. Yeah, I'm sure they would. <laughs> sure they would. Um, so big Michigan game coming up here another day or so as we're recording this. Tomorrow night, actually. Yeah, and in turn, as we're recording this, the Spartans of Michigan State are currently playing. Um, I at this hour, I couldn't tell you what the score was. I know they were very early on in the game. We're up 7 nothing against Pittsburgh. But, um, yeah, man, uh, as far as this state is concerned right now, it seems like, and justifiably so, I'll give credit where it's due. Um, all eyes are on the maize and blue. As, as I, I have a red alert announcement here. Do, do you got audio for red alert? Um, hang on, let me see. All right, let's see what you got. Um, oh, that's, oh, good. that's pretty Thanks. good. That's pretty good. Pittsburgh is currently leading the Michigan State Spartans 14 to 10 in the court, second quarter with about a minute to play. So, still a lot of football left. Oh, yeah, yep. So, there's your half a score. Okay, well, I appreciate that. I mean, by the time this thing drops, it ain't going to mean a damn thing anyway. The game will be over, and whoever won, won. Um, but as far as, you know, the University of Michigan is concerned, um, they got a tall task ahead of them uh, come New Year's Eve against the Bulldogs of Georgia. Um I, got, I really want, and I know this is breaking news, and I wish I had a sound effect. We'll, we'll use the, this. The red alert. We can call it the red alert. <laughs> what we really need is a tea kettle whistle going off. Wow, it's the best I can do. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best I can do, bro. Yeah, like, well, you know. Listen, man. I'm running on fumes here. It's the best yeah. I could. Yeah. Um, 
what did we, what, what did you, oh, yeah, breaking news. I was like, what the fuck were we just talking about? Uh, state currently losing in Michigan playing the Bulldogs tomorrow. Right. I'm, I will go on record and I will say that on this date, like for the first time ever, I am, well, in this, in this particular circumstance, I am rooting for the University of Michigan. Oh, good. Amanda, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Amanda's a big bulldog, you know, because I think she's, what, from Georgia? So she's got... Well, that would make sense. Because why else would you be a bulldog? I'll be sure to pass along because, you know, every day this week, I've been getting a little bit of bulldog trash talk all week. So, you know, I'll be glad to let her know that you are rooting for... um, us and uh not her so well i mean i'm not gonna go out and buy and buy a bunch of swag here t i'm just kind of it's all for bragging purposes nothing else well it's kind of more important than that don't you think i mean the winner of this (laughs) is going to go to the national championship game and this is something that uh a lot of diehard Michigan fans have been waiting for. This is what Jim Harbaugh was brought in for. And, I mean, it took him a minute. But, uh, you know, if they can come out and play their type of, of football game, obviously the, the tide will go more towards Michigan. But Georgia, you know, say what you want. <laughs> You know, they're not, they haven't been on top of the college football rate ratings damn near all season for no reason. So, you know. Hey, and then on top of all that, you can say one team's going to win over the next all day, you all day, but all it takes is just one momentum switch and that game is over. And a lot of times there's nothing anybody can do about it but sit there and take it. And it can happen to any team, anytime. No, you're right. And if teams get taken too lightly, it'll happen to them. I, man, could, could you hear that? Uh-uh. Okay. Well, what's it? Well, I, I set my can down here. Can you hear that? Oh, yeah, now I did. Yeah, because I can hear it in my... my headphones things wow it's amazing that you can hear that but i gotta be like right on top of this thing for you to hear me properly here on rock 103.4 you almost got that vocal fry going on that rattle what's a vocal fry that's uh pushing your voice to get that raspy sound I don't need to push my voice to get that raspy whoa, 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 sound. Whoa. Just, I was just saying you in general. A night out. It's down a little bit. You, They're shiny. Who? What? Well, your head. It's shiny. And I wish I had control of that board. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> control that, pal. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, the class. The class has spoken. Well, it tickles me. Fun. Fun gimmick. You know, I'm all about gimmicks here on the show. <sighs> Everything going okay with you, T? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
I think so. We're headed in the right direction anyways. Hey, that's that's all you can do, right? I'm glad mm-hmm. when the when the holidays are over and gets a little bit of consistency going on and Well, that's coming up here. I mean, we got New Year's Day literally right around the corner. We're kind of knocking on at the door. Um, you know, by and large, you know, as far as major holidays and I mean, obviously, uh, here in a, in a few weeks, we will celebrate uh, the birthday of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Um, you know, that's a huge holiday, but, you know, and I don't even really count Valentine's Day. Where are you at on Valentine's Day as a holiday? Do you think yeah. that that's, it's a bunch of bullshit to me. Yeah, dude, what's that? A bunch of bullshit. I <laughs> Well, wait a minute. Can we go back to New Year's Eve for a second? For sure. I'm getting shit faced. Like, I, I. I'm okay, not, where I, are you going? Huh? Where Where are you going to be? I might be somewhere. Huh? But yeah, I heard somewhere it's seventy and there's sunny and seventy five at the tiki bar. So we're gonna find out. But I just want to not have to think about nothing for just a little while and need to get out and like i'm sure a lot of people do just take a minute and breathe and if it means chugging back some hops then whatever chugging back some hops yeah i'm really sure i've heard that before well it's a red alert right there You what? What's that? What's now? that now? What'd you say? Siblings. <laughs> oh man. Well, I mean, I can't really talk to you about wrestling because you know you quit watching it. Why? Why? What's going on? Enlighten me. Talk to me. Tell me. I don't know. I haven't watched in a couple weeks. <laughs> oh no. No, I have. I just. Um, you know, they're doing fill me in. What's up with Brock and Sami Zayn? What's that about? Is this just Brock working with other guys? I think so, man. I gotta tell you, I'm loving it. Yeah. Because anybody that's that has said that Brock Lesnar doesn't have a personality need to jump on either WWE.com or YouTube or something like that and look at the work he's done with Sami Zayn. Now, a lot of it is Sami Zayn, and it took me a long time to get on board with this guy. He's one, he, you know, he's one of those, you know, internet, you know, superstars that everybody on, online just loved and wanted to have their big shot, this, that, and the other thing. And he's a great performer, but it wasn't until he started making this transformation into what I consider and what I call, and it's no disrespect, it's like a high high badge of honor, but like a modern day version of Yukon Cornelius from, you know, the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer cartoon. You know, he let his beard grow out, his hair grow, you know, grow out, stuff like that. But his whole transformation into this gimmick has really put Sami Zayn on a different level. Now, enter Brock Lesnar. You know, 
you you hear the name Brock Lesnar and you're thinking, okay, he's coming in for X amount of months. He's they're going to have him win the Universal Title, you know, within like the first show or two that he's back and he'll be here for X amount of time. Then he'll drop it and off he goes. He he comes in. He does what he has to do. He usually has Heyman as you know Paul Heyman as his mouthpiece. He doesn't say a word. He comes in, kicks ass, and leaves. Not the case now. You know, Heyman had been with Roman Reigns, and that offered this whole other dynamic is, okay, Lesnar's back, but with the role that Roman Reigns has been on for a long time now, is Lesnar going to be the guy that puts an end to that? And my, my feeling is absolutely not. Roman Reigns is the hottest thing on SmackDown. Dare I WWE. With Heyman now leaving, or with Reigns now leaving Heyman, does that mean Reigns is going face or turning face? It's going to be Brock. Brock is going to be the face here out of all that? It's crazy because Lesnar was coming in as the face and now he's doing all of this mic work and he's showing this different side of his personality that he can actually be entertaining. He can be funny, even if he's not trying to be. And he just offers like this whole new, you know, take away the beard and his new hairstyle and stuff like that. Like this is not the same Brock Lesnar that we're used to. Now, once the bell rings, then you forget all about that. And he becomes the beast incarnate. Right. Mm. But, um, brains was positioned as the ultimate heel on SmackDown. If not the entire brand of WWE, but this whole bloodline thing, with with Roman and the Usos is over. And like a couple of weeks ago, they were in Chicago. And I know we're back talking about Chicago, but Chicago is one of those markets that will make or break a professional wrestler just based on how they're presented. Now, the step above that would be New York City. Because the the old the old saying was in in the seventies and the eighties if you want to if you want to be over with the crowd if you want to be over with the wrestling fans you need to be over at Madison Square Garden you have to be over in the Big Apple and Chicago is another one of those towns that. They'll let you know if this gimmick's working or not. Now they were now SmackDown was in in the Allstate Arena, which is actually a suburb of Chicago. It's in Rosemont. It's not in downtown. Um, but when Roman Reigns' music hit, that's another thing. Roman changed his whole presentation. New music new gear, the new lighting, the whole nine yards. And as soon as his music hits, it's very unmistakable that it's him. The crowd went 
nuts. Just nuts. Like, he was getting his first real big push before we were ready for him to be pushed. You know, when he really started breaking him out on it, when he had his breakout moment at that Royal Rumble, you know, several years back. And, I mean, and he never fucking sold it. He kept in character. Now, the Usos behind him are jumping around like, you know, they just won Mega Millions or something, you know, because they're feeding off that energy. Roman Reigns did not. He was just being Roman Reigns. So it's, it's a it's a weird dynamic with this one because you know it's you know they're gonna they're on a collision course for New Year's Day at, at the day one pay per view Roman and Lesnar for the Universal Title who's going over I don't know right and plus don't they have another brother coming up through the works or cousin oh uh, who Roman yeah the fa- yeah their family. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I believe that's that's accurate. Now I know there's one. I don't. Did we talk about their one cousin that's working for Major League Wrestling? Maybe that's who that is then. Yeah, Jacob. He didn't Potter, get signed with NXT. Huh? He didn't get signed with NXT. Oh, there is that new guy that's in NXT. Maybe that's. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. I. I just, they made a big deal out of them. It seemed like a couple of months ago. I haven't really followed to, you know, obviously. So I don't know ever what came of it, you know? Yeah, I don't know. There's there's a lot of shaking and moving going on in, in the business. and A lot of moving parts. There is. And it's almost hard to keep track of because you don't know because everybody wants to be the big scoop. They want to yeah. be Mr. Exclusive. So they're just throwing shit out there just for the sake of throwing shit out there to the point to where if I have to spend that amount of time digesting and deep diving these articles and, and things of this nature to prove any sort of validity to them, you've kind of lost me. Like I, I'm, I'm giving you X amount of my time to keep me informed in what's going on in a business that I'm clearly interested in. Don't give me your bullshit. I don't want it. You put a headline like this is what's happening. I want to know what's happening. Don't give me your opinion. I don't want your opinion. If I wanted your opinion, I'd listen to your podcast or I would read your blogs. I'm not interested in what your opinion is. I'm interested in what's really going on. And, you know, there's so much, like, the cool thing or the in thing right now is to find any way possible to slam world wrestling entertainment and Vince McMahon and whoever else, Bruce Pritchard. You know, it just, it goes right on down the line. Um, Everybody... Everybody likes the new shiny toy until everybody else has it. Right. Yeah, it's like the the 20, the, the the new 24-hour you know mini mart just opened up right across the street. Hey, let's go check out and see what they got. We're going to so be I, the we're going to be the same company just with a few less t- people. Well, it's just 
it's gotten stupid, to be honest with you. It's it's becoming damn near unbearable in terms of the way fans interact with each other, the way they it's receive too, the business. It's too much content, right? I mean, we've talked about it before. The oversaturation, is it too much? But I don't know. And, you know, you can't fault the people for wanting to try to do good in their life. So what do you do? You know, you got a gazillion wrestlers all jockeying for one position and to each a lot and so many of them are so good and what do you do with them all right no i i get you and see that's the thing though t this this is the the thing that annoys me is that i mean it's important for wrestling fans to support their product to support their favorite promotion or their favorite wrestler or whatever. But we're not in a, in a civil war here. You don't right. have to choose one side or, or the other. It's okay to watch any and all programming out there. And it's not just WWE and all elite wrestling. There's the NWA, there's MLW, there's um, Impact, there's new japan there's all kinds i mean up until recently ring i mean you could still catch ring of honor in in syndication but you know that's going to be coming to an end here shortly up here um it but i mean it's okay to like whoever you want to like you don't have to be exclusive of a fan because you're not at that point you're not a wrestling fan you're a wwe fan or you're an ae W fan or you're a major league wrestling fan you can be a professional wrestling fan and like everything that's out there or parts of it that's out there and look at look 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 at football fans they love football just to love football and right. it don't it don't matter who's playing absolutely and, what, 80% of American guys sit around watching football all day long Sunday and Saturday. So, you know what I mean? They don't get, I'm sure, you know, their friends roast each other or whatever, but not like it is with wrestling, you know? You know, I, I've been thinking about this because this has been, you know, we've kind of touched on this topic a couple of different times, to, you know, in, in different ways. Um. But my thing is, I think my biggest problem with the internet wrestling community is they have this sense of entitlement that if they voice something, if there's something that they like, if there's something that appeals to them, that's what should be pushed to the top of the card. That's who should be you know, featured on all the posters and who the whole show should you know, be based around. I don't necessarily agree with that because even though a guy will appeal to a percentage, a notable percentage of the wrestling fans, they don't translate to the general public. Right. Um, that's why there's only a handful of, of, of wrestlers over the course of the history of this business that have truly been the face of the business itself 
I mean, you we can count Ric Flair in into the conversation, I guess, especially more towards the southern part of the country. But nationally, it's Hogan, it's Austin, it's The Rock. In some in 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 some degree, The Undertaker. For a while, it was Bret the Hitman Hart, uh, Shawn Michaels. You know, these were guys that. By and large, and I mean Michaels and Hart to a, a, a lesser angle, but like Hogan and Austin, dude, they trans they transcended the entire industry. Like they became pop culture phenomenons. Everybody knew who Steve Austin is, and everybody knows who Hulk Hogan is, even if you're not a wrestling fan. Right. Um, how many other? How, I'm I The Rock. Too, but that's just more recently and I guess John Cena um, as far as a newer demographic but there really isn't that guy not in AEW not in NWA not even in WWE I think Roman Reigns would be the closest one right now that is truly the face of the business that's just my opinion well I, I I was trying to put like the analogy of how people want wrestling to go opposed to what it is. And it, uh, the only thing I can come up with really is that everybody wants the New York Yankees, but they're en- they're going to end up getting the drizzling shits only because only because like what you say, it, do- it doesn't always tr- one, one or two characters don't always translate back to the the fan or the viewer. Not everybody can be a cleanup hitter. That's why they're the cleanup hitter. The Roman Reigns, the John Cena's, uh, even the Jericho's. I mean, and it's fake. He can, I mean, it's just everybody wants the Yankees franchise of a wrestling company. And it just doesn't always work that way. So, by by that logic, would you put Jericho in the same level as a Hogan or as yeah. an Austin? I, I would say yes. Really? Yes. He, four different companies. Oh, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from his career. And, and, and not only that, not only that, he's been able to change up his career, change up his character and evolved with time. And that's why he's still out there. That's why you can say Chris Jericho. And I would say a lot of even the half-ass fans are still going to know who that is. Okay. So if we, if you and I went to Bay City and we pulled 10 people, just 10 random people, lined them up. How many of those 10 people do you think, if we showed them a picture of Hulk Hogan, how many people would know that's who that is? Would you say like well, seven? I, that would have to depend on age. I mean, it depends. Because there are, there. I'm, okay, I get that to a well, degree. Guess, you're well, you're not going to... If we're pulling from a show and they're a part of that, I think they absolutely would. Wait, what were the names again? Hogan. Hogan. And, would they know? Well, absolutely. They would know who that that was Hulk Hogan. Like absolutely. seven, 
seven out of ten, eight out of ten? I, I would say I would say ten out of ten. Okay. Of those same people, how many would know who, who Jericho is? I would say I would say based on ages and if they're at a show, I would definitely say a ten out of ten. And here's why. Because if Because Bullshit. if they're fans, they're going to be pro-AEW. Listen. Uh, younger fans. I'm not saying we're pulling these people from a wrestling show. Uh, I'm uh, talking on I, the street. On the, the street. street. That's tough because you've seen Hogan in movies more. Hogan was in fucking Rocky. How can you even compete with that? I mean, but Jericho I, was in MacGruber, which was an awesome movie. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Whatever. Whatever, Dick. <laughs> I'm taking nothing away from Jericho. I know what you mean, though, but you asked me, and I, I, I that was my opinion. I understand. I'm not mad at you. Relax. I'm just trying to make a point. It's not That's like, oh, I want to get up with Jericho or anything. But no, I just, I'm not saying that at all. I, I think he's well proven his well proven him, him, himself to everybody as a, you know, a wrestling fan all over. Like two wrestling fans, yes, I will agree with that. I'm just saying that Chris is not on that same mainstream level as Rock, Austin, Hogan. And I, I wouldn't even say Bret Hart. And... But I will also say this. They picked the right guy to build a new promotion around than Jericho. Like, he he was the perfect guy for that role. Yeah. And, like, making him the world champion and everything like that, making him the face of, of that brand new company, was brilliant because if I'm comparing Jericho with a John Moxley, okay, I'll give you the fact that Jericho is going to get a bigger recognition than what John Moxley has been. And that's if you haven't even watched WWE, you know what I mean? You know, right. you know, you may know him as Dean Ambrose, but before he, even before he was Ambrose, he was this Moxley character. So, but what I'm saying is, I would, I really would rather that people didn't take every single piece of input from a from a wrestling fan in how to structure your company. You know what I'm saying? There, there has to be a business sense to it. You can't just solely go on every single thing that the people want or a contingent of people want. Because where's where's the payoff? You know okay. what I mean? Just I don't know. Yeah. Couple of random thoughts about. No, this. It, all, it all makes sense. It's it's you know. It does. What do I know? I'm just a stupid old man. <laughs> anyway. What are you drinking? 
I have here a Dr. Pepper and cream soda, zero sugar. Pretty wonderful. Yeah, you got some vanilla ice cream with that? Um, I do not. But man, that's, that's amazing. Like that's, a float. Yes. Yes, like a float. Yes, you, you are. Son of a bitch, T. Now I feel like I got to make, make a trip to, to the mire or something. Well, you, I'll tell you what. What? It, it would top it off pretty nicely. Yeah. <sighs> well, know, what I can do is I can. Well, no, I couldn't do that. Well, what? My foot hurts. I'm sorry to hear that, pal. I don't think you are, but I appreciate it. We're all we're all pulling for you, buddy. Thank you. All pulling for you. Yup. Yup. I'm gonna see if I can I'm gonna see if I can um You can't no, I don't, Look, stop before you hurt yourself. Just I don't think it'll let you. Oh my goodness. You see that? Dude, that looks awful. It's almost like smell of vision. What what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking left for dead. Here come here come the oh that's the international caca caca. <laughs> Seriously, bro, that looks bad. I know it does. Swollen is black and blue. Yeah. Are all are all of your nails intact? Are any of them oh, busted yeah. loose? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's that. You ever lost a toenail? Yeah, it's not the greatest. Oh, it sucks, right? Yeah. Awful. Just and the awful. worst part, or if it gets hung up when you're sleeping, once when it happens when you're sleeping, that's always fun. Then you got to get up and take care of it, or otherwise you won't be able to go back to sleep. That's that's what I need out here is the puke button. The, yeah, the barf button. He's gonna puke. <laughs> this is a lot of fun. Are you having a good time? I'm having a. I'm blast. having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> I started I started New Year's a hair early. You said I started and I was thinking please don't tell me that what? you started your I digress. Nothing. Nothing. What? No, we're 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 going down on the record. I was gonna make a joke at your expense, but I I just <laughs> decided just not to do it. Good, I, I appreciate that. I'm I'm just, I'm going to turn a new leaf this year, T. I'm going to start being nicer t to you, maybe. Oh, maybe. <laughs> well, hey, gotta appreciate the attempt. And I really need to figure out the sound levels on this particular board. I just I'm not digging the whole echo thing. You know what I mean? Because the echo meter that they have here is all the way down, T. I don't you, you can't see it, but I'm maybe. here to tell you. Because when, when I put it back up, I'm like in the tunnel. Yeah, you are in outer space. I guess you could say that. Can you see your anus? <laughs> I'm looking right at it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
sounds like you're in the gymnasium hallway all the way down at the other end. I know, right? Weird. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome. <laughs> welcome back, Cotter. You know, the, the problem, T, is there's a lot of people that listen to this show who have no shit and idea what we're talking about. Yeah, I don't really remember neither. I never so watched why, the show. Why the fuck did you bring it up? Because I've heard this song before. I just never seen the show. Great show. Or I mean, are you are you a fan of any of the shows that came out in the in the mid to late seventies? Like name some. Okay. Um, well, there was the Partridge Family. Did you watch? <laughs> just no. Kidding. All right. Neg- uh, the Brady Bunch. Negative. Um, WKRP in Cincinnati. Um, my dad watched it, but I never. Johnny Fever. I always remember the call letters coming on the TV, and I'm like, ah, oh, this show again. WKRP in Cincinnati. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I tell you what I did see the other day. Okay. It was, it was a few days before Christmas, and I heard that sound that everybody knows. If they've seen the movie, they know the part, and I heard the music, and it peaked. And you hear that sound of the big military truck crashing through the barriers. And it's like, and it's Rambo driving the fucking truck. You know what I mean? Just that where he hits it and the the orchestra just explodes. And you, I heard that from the kitchen. I'm like, oh, my God. I said, that's Rambo. And my brother's like, how did you know? I'm like, it was the music. Isn't it amazing that something... By and large, people don't really think too much about consciously, but it does make such an indelible impression that you could be two rooms away, you hear that music, and you know what fucking movie it was. Yeah, because he was, that was the face coming to kick some ass, boy. (laughs) Yeah, you don't want to mess with John Rambo. And then I sat down and we watched two and three right behind it. Um, I, listen, I, I I think we talked about this. Have you ever seen the last one, Last Blood? Uh, yeah, but I don't remember it, so it must not have been that good. Oh, no, bro. That one was gut-wrenching because it wasn't like a regular Rambo movie. It was, he was home. He was in Arizona on his farm. And, bro, the story. In that one. Huh? Maybe I haven't seen it. Take take an hour and 45 minutes and, and sit down and watch that if you get the chance. It's called Rambo Last Blood. But let me tell you, and this is no shit, it's not something I think you need to be watching in front of your mom. Because oh, he eyes, doesn't he? I, I'm not, if you haven't seen it, I'm not going to spoil it. What because I will... I- I think I've heard, I think I heard that he did, but I don't know. Brother, the the gore and the violence in this movie, uh-huh. you could take, like, all of that shit from the first three, and I realized that this last one was the fifth one, but you could combine the shit in the first three, and it might scratch the surface as to how violent 
and gory the, the shit is. He did the Expendables too, right? Yes, he did. <clears throat> yep. I, I've tried, like, Sylvester Stallone is one of my favorite actors. And, and granted, he's not, he's, He's not going to be winning a Tony Award for the greatest actor in in theater or whatever. Right. But the dude is an icon, and has created some of the most iconic, you know, characters in cinematic history. And I really want to get behind the Expendables, and I've watched them a couple of times, but I just don't have that attachment to that franchise that I do for Rocky and Rambo. Right. I don't know. Well, that was just him breaking in with the new blood, so to speak. Yeah. I would, well, very very true. Yeah. Him passing the torch, right? Yeah, giving them some of that sly rub. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Well, T, I'm going to I'm gonna wimp out here and, and call it because... You're I, tapping out. I am. I, I need to go... Uh, But, uh, well, we're, we're not happy, Pete, so I guess go ahead and go fuck yourself, and we'll be over <laughs> here talking and having a good time here over on Pine of Pete time. It, it's terrible. It's awful. I don't even know what we're doing right now. Help me explain. I'm going, oh, yeah, to, my, I'm going to put my foot up. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put mine up, too, in your ass. Well, you're getting a little up there. How, lo- how, long, how long were you sitting on that one? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, listen, uh, we certainly appreciate everybody tuning in to this all over the all over the map episode of Tea Time. You can drop us an email or a comment concern anything like that over on our facebook page just look for tea time pod um or you can go to clausoftheheart.net and there will be a link to our email there through gmail.com for jim burgett i am jason klaus we appreciate you tuning in we'll see you next thursday with a brand new episode of tea time you got nothing no, I'm sorry. Good night, y'all. This or is how we're going to start. We're going to start a new year like this. Or good morning if this is tomorrow or whenever you listen to this. Okay. Well, good we'll morning, try good afternoon, and good night. We'll try it again next week, okay, T? Yeah, we'll, we'll take another shot at her. All right. We'll see you next week. <laughs>